Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbet and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Go on and send me down to Tucson. Something tells me it's going to be a great weekend right here. Love the music coming in. Michael Paul, Friday morning. It is now up on, uh, well, 716. How are we doing with uh, Gene? Yeah, well, we've got him on Zoom. We had the BrickLink hooked up, but it, uh, so there's something has happened. I don't know what that's causing some issues there. But I'm not there to look at it. And uh, so anyway, we got Gene. Are you there? I'm here. Good morning, gentlemen. I think I put too many Cheerios into the darn mixer board. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened, uh, and even the Zoom doesn't sound as great today as it normally does. But in any case, uh, you know, you've had people over there fooling with that equipment. Uh, you got you a new static IP and all that. Maybe that has something to do with it. But in any case, we are here, and we're glad to have you as we normally do. Gene Valentino, of course, our friend from Pensacola, former Escambia County Commissioner, and uh, just a great friend and uh, a person that really thinks about what's going on in the world. You know, a lot going on this week. What a bombshell was dropped yesterday with the uh, with the FBI form that uh, one of the senators released. I mean, there is nothing but some big discussion about that overnight last night. So much happening. Uh, it, it's just happening so fast, Gene, it's almost hard to keep up with. Yeah. Thank you again, Michael and Ted, for letting me join you and the folks in the Pine Belt every Friday morning at 7.15 uh, we've had a lot of excitement over here, and I've had a chance to just sit back and step away. I have a little segment on my website called Beyond the Noise. Beyond the Noise means we've got so many different issues popping up and hitting us in the news every day, each with its own level of concern and, uh, and import. And I, when I spoke to you the other day, I said, uh, I was just coming out of a medical procedure. I said, "Let me, hey Mike, let's chill on Friday. Let's just <laughs> talk about. It. Let's just kick back a second. And you know what? It, I got to thinking. Uh, I always thought that the next generation would grow and become bigger and better, more intelligent, more responsible, more wise than the previous generation." I always thought that, um, you know, at least that's what I wanted to do with my son. I wanted to hand off to him my life experiences and hope and pray that he does a better job with it than I did. In the context of wokeism, all this diversity issue and critical race theory, do you mind if I expound a bit? Uh, I have something I'd like to share. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. So I recently got a great story off of TikTok of all places. I don't I don't frequent that place. It was a link that was sent to me. Her name is Rebecca. And the story uh, that she's about to give me tells you everything you need to know about equality versus equity. Therefore, uh, uh, socialism, Marxism versus what? Meritocracy. So here she is talking to us about her student and her class. An economics professor at a large college made a statement that she never failed a student before. 
but had recently failed the entire class. The class insisted that socialism worked and that we should follow the dictates of socialism. No one would be poor. No one would be rich. It's the great equalizer. So the professor then said, okay, we'll have an experiment in this class. All grades will be averaged and everyone will get the same grade. No one will fail. But no one will receive an A either. After the first test of grades were averaged, everyone got a B. And the students who studied hard were upset. The students who studied very little were happy. As the second test rolled around, the students who studied little studied even less. And the ones who studied hard decided they wanted to have a free ride too. So they studied very little as well. And the second average test result was a D and no one was happy. When the third test rolled around, the average was an F. As the tests proceeded, the scores never improved. Bickering, name-calling, blaming, all resulted in hard feelings, and no one would study for the benefit of anyone else anymore. To their great surprise, all failed. And the professor told them, when government takes away rewards for hard work, socialism would ultimately fail. Because when the reward is great, the effort to succeed is great. And that story tells you about the critical race theory, the woke indoctrination, the uh, way Black Lives Matter, and all these issues, not the merits of the issue, but the way these issues have complicated our lives, uh, taken our time and attention in the news media. All of these issues make us unwilling to stand apart. And that's what the problem is if we move in the direction of socialism and Marxism because we will all fail. It's failed before in America. Well, there is not, and nobody can give you one example, not even one, of a society that chose socialism slash communism, whatever you want to call it, Marxism. They cannot show you one example anywhere where this has been successful because it can't be successful just because of what you just told us the story that you told us, it does not take into effect human, uh, uh, the human feelings. That, you know, if you are working hard and somebody else is benefiting from it, well, you know, you just don't have any reason to work hard. So what we want and what has been the most successful in the entire existence of man is a democracy, and democracies work better. Uh, the Romans had it. Uh, we have it, and it's a system in which people are chosen or moved into the positions based on their merit. You, you called it meritocracy, their abilities and their merit. If we, don't, yeah. if we don't start to go back 
to the situation. You know, you hear this general that's tr- that's trying to get to be the, uh, the the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. You hear him talking, and he's like, "Okay, so we have, you know, thirteen percent of black. We have ten percent Asian. We have." you know, 60-something percent white, whatever whatever the numbers were. It doesn't matter what the numbers were. But what matters is, is the way he feels like you ought to uh, promote officers in the United States military is because of their race. And, yeah. And that has absolutely, that is, that is exactly what Martin Luther King and all of the people back into the civil rights era were trying to get stopped. Doing things yeah. because of your race. So, yeah. what? But my you know, it's, 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 it's a cultural transition in thinking. It's this term we've used before called mass formation psychosis. It's the conditioning of the mind for you and the listeners to be willing to take this crap, which our parents would not have taught us and we would not have been exposed to just a generation ago. Here's a guy. I want to get this in before we leave. His name is Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the son of the Attorney General Robert Kennedy and nephew to the President John F. Kennedy. So Biden's got over 62% support amongst the Democrats. RFK Jr. sits this week at 17% as compared to a roster of about, I don't know how many Republicans, but six or seven up for the up for the debate next week. But the point is, these people were not even interested in the theories and principles of the Kennedy era of Democratic, of the Democrat Party. They have been so absorbed with the psychosis that they have funded with, with perverse money from uh, autocratic to, dictator-type thinkers like Soros and the rest of them. He might slandered on the cup in the halls of the um, uh, Oversight Committee yesterday was Debbie Wasserman Schultz, a congresswoman from South Florida, and she created an, 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 a narrative in an attempt to censor Robert F. Kennedy Jr., to muzzle him within an oversight investigation committee on censorship. <laughs> Should trying to censor Robert F. Kennedy Jr. You cannot now, make this stuff up. This, this you can't make it up, but for it to have become so prevalent in the news and in all of the media conversation, as I said in the beginning of the of the interview, I want to step back. Step back. It's not only Wasserman Schultz, it's what almost became the Democratic leader, Hakeem Jeffries, launching these hyperbolic, inflammatory attacks against this Democrat. They're eating their own. What's going on here? Unbelievable. A guy like Robert Kennedy, who is, you know, genetically, he is as close to John Kennedy as any other human being in politics. And this is a guy that most Democrats hold in very high regard. However, I would say this about today's Democrats, and uh, you know, I, you may correct me if I if you think I'm wrong, but today's Democrats, the Democrats that we see in Washington today, would never vote John Kennedy into office. 
he would never get to be president. Oh, it's not the same party. You're absolutely correct, Michael. The John F. Kennedy of uh, of, 30, of 50 years ago was a gentleman that um, uh, had a different style. The whole Democrat Party was a different culture. And as a result, they we, as I said to you in an earlier broadcast, I predict the total demise of the Democrat Party as it exists today. If it's a third party that comes up through the ranks by surprise, or someone taking the leadership in the Democratic Party the way Trump did in the Republican Party, I suspect that's the future. Because this hyperbolic behavior, this <laughs> vote on the 3,000-page bill and then we'll read it and figure out what we're going to we're going to uh, what we've got in it is is a uh, is a uh, control mechanism by the deep state to continue to keep even congressmen in the dark. And what's happening is you're seeing an uprising of these people that are going to react to censorship, not only from the social media side against the public, but within the halls of Congress themselves. You're seeing that uh, a lot of other little things on politics and, and elections. Keep an eye on Vivek Ramaswamy. He complimented Robert F. Kennedy uh, as well, saying, hey, he's a Democrat, I'm a Republican, uh, but i got to give him credit. These Democrats are having a meltdown. Um, yeah. It's, it's a total disarray, and we got to be careful not to let uh, this continue. Uh, Self-governments over uh, aristocracy. We've got to keep this uh, country. Uh, it's we the people and the majority rule. Hey, on another issue, uh, Senator Rand Paul just referred Anthony Fauci to the Department of Justice. Now that means they've got the goods on gain-of-function research being inappropriately funded by the United States in China. You got yeah. Ennis Cantor freedom of, of formerly an nba basketball star exposes the deep nba ties to china yeah hey that's gotcha. it the music the music's starting now so you know we're out of time unfortunately but that's great man i'll tell you what i always enjoy having you on fridays gene you make me have a wonderful friday thanks for joining us again today always great i love being with you guys thank you take care and good morning, it is 7.30, Fox News is next.